0: Nothing like filling me up on pasta.
1: (laughs) So this is Charlie Robinson. I mean, all of you that are listening to this know the amount of stories that I've told about he and I. Uh, One of my best friends. Super gifted guy unbelievable story. I mean, we could go on for days. <laughs> but but there's some epic things that, that you need to hear about. Them. So this is Charlie Robinson. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good hello. Yeah. I mean, really. So, hey, how did... Uh,
0: how did we meet? Gosh, uh... It's. Uh, I think. Um, uh, I think we were at Jesus's birth. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while. I can't remember. It's been so long. It's, I. I. I think we met in the Vineyard Church. Somebody just said that we. We. Uh, my wife Gina and I needed to meet this couple. This awesome couple, in Salisbury. Oh my gosh! Head, uh, and uh, I think that's where we met. Yeah, we did. We did, but it was before then. Gosh. Because
1: I was, I, we had just moved, well, just moved to Newburyport. And I was in, in, in the uh, Baptist church in Newburyport. And I was sitting up in the choir, being a wise guy, fooling around. And <clears throat> I look out at the congregation, really, that was packed. And here is this black guy with this beautiful beautiful woman with them and I'm looking and I'm like oh my gosh look at that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah New Report, that's not an everyday sight <laughs> so yeah so t- that see that is
1: really a really great story right yeah. there tell yeah. me about
0: that well actually that wasn't my wife at the time but um, <clears throat> it was uh, high school sweetheart and uh, many many years ago and uh it's funny because well, we she dragged me to that church and we went there for a while <clears throat> and uh, then we lived and moved to Salem and it was kind of a hike but uh, the we had to get real with ourselves because uh, we were um, living together and the pastor of the church came up and wanted to talk to us about that so we ran we <laughs> found another church. <laughs> <laughs> it, it uh that's kind of what happened there at that church that's probably why I didn't really get a chance to meet you yeah right and, uh yeah but that's yeah that was it was an eye opener we um
1: we the the whole amazing i mean one of the amazing things about you is uh your family and your mother incredibly gifted teacher and uh one of one of the very, very few black families in Newburyport, yes, you know a yes. super super white affluent city, uh, yes, so what was that like
0: well now it it's it's had some serious changes, you know, like I said, my family were just groundbreaking yeah. there my um my grandparents had a business there, they had a dry cleaning Business and uh, my mother, first black school teacher in the area, which was unheard of. Wow! You know, and the only other people of color in the city were related to me. Yeah. So it it was it was uh, it was really interesting, you know, uh, growing up there. Yeah. And uh, but uh, now it's like I said, it's turned into quite an affluent place where. When I was growing up there, it was, um, to give you an idea of the uh, people that lived there, it was artists, teachers, things like that, uh, blue very blue-collar. And um, to give you an idea of who lived there, uh, my mother pretty much raised... Two boys on a school teacher's salary of maybe 12000 a year. Wow. And owned her own house. And my best friends, because it was a large family, I like, could say friends, um, yeah. <clears throat> with the Pollards. And really. their mom was a school bus driver who owned her own house and just... To give you an idea of the money situations, that a school bus driver's salary could buy a house and raise 13 children. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it just gives you an idea what it looked like and kind of the outlay of of, of the land when I lived there. So it's not the, the pristine city it looks like. Yeah. Most of the places downtown were all boarded up, and it was an old mill town, yeah. a rough place, but it's really turned around looks great now yeah it's a tourist attraction
1: now really so you know i wanted to get to to some really great stories but people need to know you know the kind of the epic struggles you've gone
0: through what's some of the big epic struggles well you know um just like uh it's funny i have another friend that grew up in amesbury and we kid each other we run each they run into each other we i call it we call each other the dots because we're the only black people <laughs> oh <laughs> black guys usually in town and stuff so that was oh good. but after a while it just became you know most of my uh you know it was one of those things where you know races you know right you know bad people come in all shapes colors and sizes yes you know and uh, I was brought up that way yeah. to look at people's hearts yes. and uh, look at the good in them yeah uh you know I was, my mom was the big part of that yeah. and my grandmother and grandfather and my family a strong family yeah, yeah you know, strong yeah. people in my family and so uh, i i have to tell
1: i i have i have this this is an epic story in my life i mean i Went through this experience with Charlie and ended up teaching and preaching it for a lot of years. Uh, We hadn't known each other, I don't know, that long. Maybe we did. I mean, we were working together already. And we were in your front hall, Roger. Say something about Roger. Oh,
0: Roger. Great guy. Big heart. Um, He... uh, he, I can say this because out of love, had a little short man disease going on there where he had to prove he was the big bad guy all yeah. the time. Oh, my gosh. Big uh, <clears throat> tough Marine guy. And always had to let everybody know that he was big and bad. But uh, just a huge heart. And, uh, and like I said, I was brought up to look at the good in people and try to draw out the good in people and... A lot of people, they were kind of afraid of him and thought he was just, you know, wild and things like that. But he's an old, he's a softy, really the was. The
1: first time I met him, you introduced me to him in your hallway in your house in Newburyport. Yeah. And uh, I walked in and he said, Brian, I want you to meet Roger. <clears throat> and what you just said was true because Raj had this incredible gift mm. of taking uh, it was a navy gift really actually <laughs> navy <laughs> marine gift <laughs> yeah to take a three syllable word and divide it up with F between every syllable. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. like, uh, how, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. how do you take every word and put F around it and surround it? And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I was kind of, well, to be honest with you, I mean, I was really shocked. I said, Charlie's, interme- you're introducing me to this guy who was your friend, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, <clears throat> Raj left and you turned around and you looked at me and you said, Do you see the spirit in that guy? I'm like, What? <laughs> what? So, huge lesson for me, because I realized later that you had him covered. You know, your faith, your love for him as a friend, you had him covered. And people, I mean, it was an eye-opener for me about Mm -hmm. uh, when you have people that love you you know, love covers over a multitude of sin and you had him covered in the eyes of God, you had him covered Yeah And it wasn't too much later He was
0: (laughs) Yeah Yeah But back to what I was saying Pat his mom had yeah. twelve kids. I was the thirteenth. I was <laughs> the thirteenth child, and uh, so he, we kind of grew up together as, yeah. as almost like family. I was always there at the house, or they were at my house, and yeah. you know, and, and that's the we all our parents always knew we were okay. it were one of our houses, and but yeah, right. He, he, Roger had a great gift of. He almost needed an interpreter because the F-bomb was, it was like, okay, I got F-F-F-F, but I didn't get what he's talking about. (laughs) I heard that part of the story, but I don't know what he was talking about. So I'd have to interpret for him sometimes. But uh, great guy. Huge heart. Huge heart. I remember
1: he was saved Mm -hmm. at the time, you know, he gave his life to the Lord. Yeah. That's you know I've never seen tears shoot straight out of somebody's eyes, yeah you know, Roger was just broken, yeah, it was amazing, amazing, yeah, just amazing, anyway, That's... so
0: tell me about your faith um, still work in progress, still working <laughs> on it, I think uh. My friend Brian had one of the best quotes he, when he was pastoring. He was a pastor in training pants. Oh my gosh! You're right. I'm a believer in training pants. <laughs> That's about? He could change. <laughs> Excuse me. I gotta go change my to Change? If I get changed. <laughs> hey, pants. Should somebody change me? <laughs> you're right. Yeah so uh yeah that uh my faith gosh i'm i i i'm not a, a box guy so when people say what, what are you you know and uh I, I am what the lord says i am first yes, of all there you go you know no man can put me in a box or tell me who i really am and i try to hold strong to that you know and it just i'm a g you know if somebody had to ask me and sum it up i'm a jesus freak not a Buddhist, I'm not a this, I'm not a Christian, I'm not anything. And I believe in Revelations, it talks about uh, eliminating, you know, faiths, not faiths, but different uh, beliefs. Because I think it's just, it's a foothold for the enemy to keep people separated by yeah. by what they believe, you know. And um, I'm a firm believer right. that... Probably eighty percent of conversation is opinion, and yeah. with what happened, you know, in my life and what has happened in my life is too unexplainable to say that it's anything but God. Yes. Yeah. You know, so that's where my that's kind of where my faith stands. Yes. And I believe He sent His Son. Yes. For me, you know, I it's funny I. I tell I kid. I was kidding around with my wife Gina and a bunch of other people. I says like, I want a um, a t shirt that says, <laughs> I, I killed Jesus because I believe that he died for my sins, my previous sins, my sins to come, and he died for everybody's sins, people who believe in him and people he doesn't believe in. So that's where I yes. try to balance my. Goodness for people, you know, this goodness in all people, and like I said, try to draw that out of them. And um, yeah, right. And I, I find it <clears throat> kind of almost embarrassing when people have to ask me my my faith. It should show. I think it's showing everybody. Yeah. If I you know, if I have to explain it to people, I'm probably not doing a good job. I need to work on it. <laughs> <Yeah. but. laughs>
1: You're right. Amazing just amazing so yeah so the other thing is I mean I I have never I mean I could be down in the dumps or whatever was going on and and I've been through some tough times and to get around you is like to get around the spirit of joy laugh oh my gosh (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, an incredible sense of humor We work together a lot We'd spend more
0: time laughing than working So it's like, really yeah, fun Yeah, I, I'm going to have to I'd like to thank my They call, they, they say there's, you know Generational curses And I believe it's also generational blessings and Yes My dad was, you know, he liked to have fun yeah. He was always a big kid Love to laugh and um not that every you know, everybody likes to laugh, but he was kind of a prankster and a jokester and just loved to have fun and loved to see other people have fun. Yeah. So I think uh, that was a gift. I think I got more from my dad. Not that my mom wasn't fun, she was a lot of fun. <clears throat> she was great. Um I, got, I really got touched the other day uh, talking to another good friend of mine. He said that my mother was the closest he's ever been to Jesus. Oh my I thought gosh. that was powerful. Oh my God. And she was. She was just an amazing woman. She was amazing. She was amazing. Amazing so, woman. Powerful.
1: Powerful. Just amazing. So, hey, the other just incredible story is you and Gina. Oh, yeah. Oh my, oh my. And, and, uh, yeah. you want to share a bit of that, your struggles?
0: Oh, gosh. You know, I, I, this is, I'm, uh, I have little, you know, sayings. Another one of them is, uh, you know, marriage is probably the toughest sport known to man and woman. <laughs> and it probably is. Anybody who's ever been married or in a relationship is, it knows that, and it's the best God's one of God's greatest creation is, you know, the uh, is marriage, you know, and I I see why the enemy would like to attack that so much in the family, and uh, it's it's just powerful, powerful. Um, my relationship with Gina is gosh, we you know, both you know, met, I don't know, like 20s and. I believe. I'm not great with timelines. But, uh you know, it was one of those things where when you run into somebody, you just look at them and go, wow, something really special there. Right. And uh, uh I don't tell her this all the time. So <laughs> I wanted a head to fit in out of the doorways, So I try not to. <laughs> She's sitting around. I hope she's not listening to this part. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I yeah. mean you, you, you guys were leaders
1: in the church, super gifted.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, Then, um, you know, um, running out of churches, uh, stopped. I think we were right on the edge of getting out of the church, and uh, we've been through a couple church plants, and excuse me, and um, actually first I think her mom was the first one to bring us, we started in the vineyard and then we uh, went involved in a couple of the churches and stuff, but um, <clears throat> we were together for, gosh, almost 20 years, and the will somehow fell off the cart, and we uh, got divorced. You know, um. True believer that the man is the head of the household, so I'm willing to take blame for that because I I think that if they have fallen off the the man, you know God has it has has set it up that way, <clears throat> so uh, I have to take uh, responsibilities for that. Things didn't get that I didn't fix things, but anyways, um, time went past. Always stayed good friends. Always, you know we had a dog together it was like a child it kept us bonded and a uh, huge part of uh, our relationship and keep is but uh, let me see oh let me see what else could i add to this we were apart for quite a few years and but always remained friends and some god i guess just brought us back together and realized that well first of all I I knew that uh, I, I tell everybody who's married that when you make when you say your vows it's a covenant not only to that person but to your creator and um, if you're going to make a vow and a covenant with God you better be serious it's a serious thing you know it's, there's no joke there so I knew that uh, I had to make it right anyway, and I believe she felt the same way. You know, married is you know, there isn't a forever. You know, except for Christ and God, but uh, that is definitely a forever. And uh, through better for worse, we've all said it and all have made that covenant. And I believe it's one that needs to be stuck to. So,
1: I mean, to me, it. It was epic this past summer when you guys decided you were going to get remarried.
0: Yeah, yeah, really neat, neat stuff.
1: So I mean, no, you, you never, you, you get this Hollywood thing, but this is not a Hollywood thing. I mean, this is like God making a statement about His life and who He is, and you and Gina and yeah. I literally
0: was blown away blown away by that yeah <clears> Oh <throat> uh, yeah, you know it's, I think I even quoted it during the ceremony it's um kind of like a prodigal son kind of thing yeah for for both of us you know yeah. just kind of nice. welcoming each other back oh my gosh you know and uh yeah. you know we were out in the world, doing world, and yes, yes. coming back, and you know it was, you know it was that de- that is definitely the Lord, because that's how He works. Chances, exactly right. grace, oh, grace, my gosh. and forgiveness, oh, my gosh. and uh, that's huge part of any relationship, not just husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, family, everybody. Of um, letting you know no one's perfect yeah Mm -hmm. everybody um, everybody makes mistakes yeah you know and like like Brian was saying we're a we're we're able to cover them with them with love for that person or we can push them to the side and say you know that that it uh, reminds every time I it reminds me of grace is It happens every day. Uh, It reminds me of coming out of driving in and out of Boston and being in traffic, and this guy was in the wrong lane, and like five or six cars in front of me. Everybody had time to roll down their window and scream and tell him how stupid he was for being in the wrong lane and giving him the finger. And uh, but nobody had time to let him in. That's all he needed was someone to stop and say. Oh my gosh come on, buddy. I've been in the wrong lane before. Come on in. And, uh, that's grace. That's a simple act of grace, you yes. know, but to Junior and I, uh, it's almost like we, I don't know, for me, it's like we were never apart, but... but uh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And then there's, I mean, <clears throat> plus there's this, you know, kind of the password of incredible forgiveness. Yes. And, uh,
0: Wow. Um, It's funny because, you know, most people know the Lord's Prayer. They've said it maybe, and if they're on a sports team, a lot of sports teams, they'll say the Lord's Prayer. But it talks about forgiveness twice in there. It tells us to forgive our trespasses, which that doesn't mean anybody. It doesn't mean somebody on your lawn or anything like that. It means somebody who's violated your heart. Whatever you know, your space, whatever, and um, to let to just sometimes you gotta let it go, not to get walked on, but just to, it's okay, you know. I'm gonna be healed, because I know who fights, you know, we I know who fights my battles,
1: yeah,
0: you know, and. Um, and at the end of it, which really bothers me, a lot of times they don't finish that scripture because at the end of, um, I believe it's Matthew 6, 9, where, where they ask Jesus you know, how to pray, it says that if you don't forgive, the Lord won't forgive you. Oh, my gosh. And that is just too powerful. There's no gray area there. If you don't, you won't get forgiveness. And I, like everybody else, needs it every day. Oh, my gosh. We, you know this. Uh, I do stupid a lot, and, and I need it, so I have to give it to get yeah. it. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Unbelievable, Charlie! Yeah. Really, amazing. Yeah. So amazing. with Gina and I, we've we're gonna we're at it again. <laughs> round round two. <laughs> the final chapter. <laughs> So I remember saying,
1: I remember saying at your wedding, I mean, you got your house in the Newburyport, it's like, people come in there, they come in the front door into the lobby, and it's like, you know, there's a sense of what is going on here? I mean, you can't go in there and not feel the incredible spirit and peace and hospitality and love and grace that exists there, it's... Yeah. Wow. You know, it's really, it's pretty amazing.
0: Pretty amazing. Yeah, I think everybody's home should feel that way. Yes. You know, it's it's like a specter. It's a gift. Yeah. And um, you can have, the, not that we don't have a beautiful home, but um, it's the people in it. Yeah. Right. It's definitely the people. Right. That make the home, in just enjoying it and just there's nothing like having something and being able to enjoy it with oh your friends god. oh my god friends and family so we try to try to make it sometimes we make it too much of a home and, you know we have People that come and stay for six or seven months. Wow. We have family. They used to bring dogs with them. With the <laughs> six, yeah, uh, a child. ten children in the house, four adults <laughs> for the summer. Oh, my gosh. That <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. So, hey, what, what, let's... let's uh, yeah,
1: next all the people that are going to be listening to this, and I know that there are a lot because
0: they want to know oh, who you are, what so what, what? What do you want to say to them? What, what's your wish for them? Oh, don't, you know... Life is serious, but not as serious as we make it sometimes. And I was just saying that um, sometimes we make a lot of things that are. And it's a mystery. You know, I had a, another friend of mine that said, you know, I, I, I know this medium, they're really good. And, and I thought to myself, even if I believe in what they said, why would I want to know? what tomorrow is going to bring. Wouldn't that take the fun out of life mm-hmm. if you knew what tomorrow was going to? You know, it's like watching the same movie over and over oh my gosh. and over and over and over. It's like, wow, sense. there's no mystery to life. And that's the beauty of life. Yeah. You know, what's going to happen today? What, what, you know, You know, what's the struggles? What's the funny part of life? And I think that's what keeps us all going, really. Yeah. Right the unknown really cool so awesome so embrace the unknown in mysteries of life da, da, da. that's cool